0: Gentlemen, start your engine. Good afternoon, Radio For those who don't know, it's Radio Hotler. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Diabolical uh, um uh um, technical goodies. Radio Hotler. Hot, 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 oh, cheers. Boys. Cheers. Cheers. That's going to be short, sharp, shiny, and in front of the fire. It's not really, We have got it. Bring your chair over here. Can I do that. Five, four, three, three two, two, one. We're in unison again. Viewers, get a viewers. Radio Hot Lap, episode thirty-eight. Welcome to the show. The show, which takes a lighthearted look at the world of motor racing, emerging technologies, cool gadgets, and barbecues. And I've got some good barbecue stuff coming up later on, Johnny. Glad you have. And we're actually out tonight on location. The weather's closed in again. It was lovely on the weekend. Had some company down from Brisbane to see how lovely the place was. They've gone back with a smile on their face and uh, also enjoyed the weather. And um, it's all closed in again and here we are sitting down at the, uh, Royal, Hotel? R- the Royal Hotel. Royal, Royal. <laughs> the Royal opposite the, uh, the National Wine Centre um, in front of a fireplace. But yes, uh, there's steaks here, good steaks and an excellent barbecue. How are you today, JP? I'm very well, thank you, Johnny. It's been a uh, wonderful day and uh, I've got a beer in front of me and uh, we're sitting in front of the fire so everything should be quite sweet, I think quite quite sweet yeah I'm having quite a sweet beer in fact I'm having a, a Stella so uh, cheers. well I'm not having a sweet beer I'm being of a responsible citizen because I've got to drive home and I'm having a Carlton mid-strength only a schooner before you have a bottle of red <laughs> now you all have the bottle of red Get down to the Royal Lake. It's a good place to have some steaks right here on the corner of... Uh, Decaturville Terrace. Decaturville Terrace and... And North Terrace. <laughs> yeah, the wine centre. Now, mate, just before... Just an aside there, viewers. This is where we did our 21st show from. And this is episode 38. It turns yeah. It's really... Mate, it's, uh, I've, we add in the extra little peripheral shows. We're about... 46 or 47 you know five more of those we are up for 52 we are pretty much which a, is just about spot on in fact i think 5th of october is one year which is two weeks time and only one moment of podcast burnout uh, so far which lasted two months <laughs> <laughs> yeah well with a lot of traveling besides for you that's oh and I, me. well i went to the uk i suppose so anyway so it's been an interesting week. Yeah, babe, it has been an interesting week. Um, uh, you've been to your Irrelevant Lunch Club. Yeah, that was a while back now, but yes, I did go to the Irrelevant Lunch Club. <laughs> How was it? <laughs> yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. That was good camaraderie, irrelevant or not, and uh, we had a good time. But I believe the problem with your Irrelevant Lunch Club is that the, the members don't turn up, but the criteria to bring new members in are so tight that uh, they're all dying off. Well, yeah, they are. Well, they're either not—they're either all dying off, or they're retired and tight asses, and they don't want to spend the money to come to lunch, or they're away on holiday, you know, going around Australia in a bloody caravan or something. So, uh, it's sort of um, shooting itself in the foot, so to speak, really quite gluttonous individuals I've noticed the time that I did come along there there were a large bottles of wine on the table there but they were quickly like herded down to the end where the important irrelevant people were and multiple glasses of wine were poured out to each of them now I haven't really seen that sort of like heavy-handed behavior with wine before oh come on you've been around South Australia long enough by now to know that that's what happens Mate, there's a glut not a gut <laughs> yeah well there's the big glut big glutton, big guts works hand in hand Johnny <laughs> So uh, you're not off on your annual houseboat trip this year, usually uh, you, you have one, but uh, due to uh, irrelevancy, it's been, uh, <laughs> well yeah, due to uh, mitigating circumstances, I, two of the key people who usually go year in, year out, myself and Trigger, <laughs> can't go this year, so um, I don't think there was enough support and it just got canned. Yes, it did get canned, and uh, that's a bit of a pity, because uh, it was quite a fun sort of uh, episode while it lasted. The Saturday morning was always good, there with the uh, sparkling red burger, and in fact I got introduced to that. You did indeed. No, no better way to start a, uh, a weekend morning, viewers, if you, if you know you're just going to have a nice, long, relaxed day, get the bacon and eggs sizzling, get the sausages on, get the tomatoes, the mushrooms, anything else you want to throw on the barbie, and crack open the bottle of icy cold sparkling red burgundy. Set you up for the rest of the day. Just like a small nip of uh, Dave's Insanity Sauce which was not labelled that morning where a few people were very adventurous with what they thought were just slightly milder than Tabasco sauce. (laughs) (laughs) Until they tasted it. (laughs) Then we knew. (laughs) We knew straight away. Oh he's had a mouthful and he's got the Dave's Insanity Sauce happening on his tongue. OK, on to business mate. Uh, you're on first. I'm on first. Well, OK, that, thanks very much for that. <laughs> as you can see, we're very well scripted this week, viewers, as usual. Well, if you, well, you want me to go first. Well, you can go first, I don't mind. Well, what's happened since the last time we met, viewers? Well, what was on the weekend? Went out to Malala for the... Um, oh, ...the... Yeah second last round of round five of the uh Fujitsu, uh, Fujitsu series and it was an absolutely gorgeous day uh, I, I took our uh, our lovely uh, brisbane visitor out to um see Malala. the smell yeah yes that's right out there you know <laughs> um before uh, not heading off down to the wineries which we were going to do but it was such a lovely day and um had a chat to Chris Pither, and moments later he was third, which was his best result in supercars yet. So uh, obviously uh, need to sort of uh, give him give him a bit of a leg up there. Had a bit of a chat to all the people and sniff around the place. Barry Morgan was there. Had a had a second and a third in the Evo Eight. Oh, really? Good old Barry. Good yep. Old and, wow. Yep. He edged out uh, edged out um, Gary Holt, shorty, yep. and. Um, but I think he got Gary got black flagged for something in the first race so yeah, good old Barry did that good result had a chat to the guys at uh, Howard Racing the, the 888 satellite team and see what's going on there and of course they, uh, they did very well there on the weekend but just all in all a lovely day but I suppose it is a bit sad news JP because last week they announced the calendar and uh, Malala is off yeah, the yeah Malala is totally off now totally off, no Malala, nothing happening He's not very talkative today viewers, I don't know, I think Malala drifting away, drifting from mainstream motorsport it would appear, Uh, which is a bit of a shame because it's been a great circuit over the years and we've seen some great stouches here, but uh, not much you can do about that I guess. Stauscious, good word. We also had a call in from Chris from V8 Central to point out to the fact that the New Zealand round was more than likely to be, for 2007, of the mainstream was going to be held at the Hamilton Circuit, which is, you know, down a little bit further down than Uh Aha. So we did finally get somebody who knew where it was being held, which is good. They did. I, I can see that you're having a bit of PB state funeral depression. As so I suppose the whole community has been having because it was it was pretty major, um, But it's, isn't it funny how I mean it was it was love, beautifully done and it was just you know it was it was just the way he would have wanted it if he really wanted something like that but uh, you know it's funny as you got Got two funerals competing with each other for airtime it's just odd isn't it how things happen you got Steve Irwin going off in Queensland which when I turned the TV on this morning was on every damn channel oh, and every radio station just about and, uh, and around the world and uh, but Peter Brock got uh, the, the uh, 730 report yes he did he, uh, and it was, it, it was a, for a state funeral I thought it was very very nicely conducted actually I didn't see all of it I just saw snippets we had the TV running at work and the, um, the TV tuner on one of the laptops but but, uh, no, it looked like it was, it, yeah, as you say, what, he would have been sat up there smiling about it, I reckon. It was a very a very generous uh, episode. Episode, what am I saying? Offer. From Yokohama on the weekend to uh, draft James Brock and Marcus Sakanovic into a Porsche 944 for a race around Calder Park. Probably thinking it would be good for James's head, you know, get out there in the race car where no one can talk to you and just sort of, you know do a bit of a workout and, and have a bit of a think about it, because um, obviously tough times so. there. Yeah, well, I mean and he certainly looked like he was having a ball at Phillip Island on the weekend uh, when the uh, when the motorbikes were on and he did a lap in the old XU1 um, so yeah, hopefully uh, the 944 what what Porsche is it? Nine, 944 It is a 944, yeah I, you know, I was going to say 944, I thought 944? Well, it's a 944 cup Well, and it would be a 944, wouldn't it? Um, yeah so no. he's <laughs> given us nothing today viewers I tell you nothing at all <laughs> yeah my my brain's not here today viewers I don't know where it is but it's definitely not in tune Yes, well it's not about, it's about as in tune as Apple is with their supply of spare parts and here I am with my 23 inch screen. that I've been waiting for the replacement box to drive the thing for four weeks to find that it. it's made of unobtainium and we were talking about this the other day. But the things now made from China, they're just like very, very unreliable. I think that's one of the biggest hurdles that all of the manufacturers who are now manufacturing in China have to overcome. Um, supply is full of promises and not a lot of deliveries it would appear to be anyway and announcement today was also that Toshiba is um, also doing a recall on batteries made by Sony which is quite ironic I think you know when you look at two great big uh, Japanese electronic giants and one's making batteries for the other ones computers the next thing you'll be getting a recall because um, Samsung's batteries aren't working in Sony's in VAIO's <laughs> that's uh, that's right. <laughs> in bales. <laughs> well, that's a bit of a worry because in both uh, Japan and China, where there's just uh, squiggles and not Roman characters, there's all sorts of problems. So the question I must ask you is: You want chopsticks or fucking spoon? <laughs> fucking spoon, thank God. <laughs> I. Right, right. Come on, give us something. I'll give you something, okay? I'll give you something. Um, what was I going to talk about? Well. Back to the uh, back, 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 back. <laughs> back to the Brockie scenario. I'm upset, and I know she'll be listening. Why so? Because oh. we were all teed up, viewers. I've got to tell you, it's thrown me right off tonight. Because we were originally expecting. Warwick Brooklyn and Linda Long to be on the show tonight. They were going to fly back after Brocky's funeral uh, yesterday. Oh, and I did find out, though, on Monday night that Warwick would definitely not be coming. Yes, and I already and knew was that Warwick wasn't coming. Mode. And then suddenly, today, when Johnny rings me up before the show and we're getting everything organised, oh, Linda's not here. I was like, what? No, no, she's changed her mind. So there we were, all set up, but, well, you know, you know what Linda's like. She would have took the leg off the chair, taken up half the show told us all about the funeral, told us all about the events leading up to the crash, what happened at Tiger West, blah bloody blah blah and she's not here. Most disappointed. Linda, where are you? Well, in, Linda, in Linda's defence, uh, she had uh, did speak to me from the airport yesterday and she was quite uh, touched by the by the service at the state funeral there um, and um, had gone over to the pub. We had <laughs> run into Marcus Akanovic, who was on the, the Smirnoff Blacks, and... Um, uh, but decided, look, she was going to go home, just really wanted to spend some time with the children and just, I suppose, you know, just get back get down back down to back, 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 back down the ground. Yeah, oh, well, that's fair enough. I'm not really having a go at you, Linda. Cause oh, yes, I know is, you but got, I just thought I know I'd get on the that, safe side of you. That recovery time, you know, and, and it's been probably a very, very long week and a half, two weeks, um, particularly after staying there at Targa West and then uh, all the intervening stuff and the funeral yesterday. So uh, we hope to talk to you again soon. But Johnny will let you know when. But we're not sure if we will talk to you. Well, you know, but she's not black flagged. No, she's not no. black oh, well that's alright. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no balls of meat, uh, She's not that vegetarian. No, she's not at all. No. Right. So, what's next? <laughs> oh, it's alright. Sorry viewers, I got a bit startled there. <laughs> the iPod just lit up all of a sudden. It looked like it had gone to sleep there because I've been jabbering so much. Um, what is next? Oh, I know what, it, what I wanted to tell you. Just a quick tech diversion. After, um, after last week's show uh, and the announcement of the, uh, the new iPods, which was a bit of an anti-climax, I thought. Really? No... Startling new technology happening. Have we there? actually done the announcement of the office. I think we did it on the Tuesday night, so we didn't tell the viewers what was going on. Well, because uh, we didn't know. We didn't know what was going on, but, but it was uh, you go on? Was it? Well, it was a bit of an anticlimax, I thought. And um, the the biggest news that we told the viewers we thought was going to happen that did happen was online movies downloadable from the iTunes Music Store. And I see today that the head honcho from Disney is um, is very very happy. Uh, 150,000 downloads or something just in the first week. So um, things appear to be going well in that area. But unfortunately, there is no service here in Australia unless you were to have an American. Like, we have a store, but apparently from what I understand is you can't download the movies. Is that correct, JP? Yeah, that's quite correct. There's no no movie downloads from the Australian iTunes Music Store. It's all about... um, companies uh, needing to do all the deals and get all the, uh, the licensing and everything else sorted out and obviously they've got it nailed in the states but as usual we'll probably be one of the last in the queue to get it online here. There are less than uh, favourable reports about iTunes 7, uh, that the new interface is uh, not what people are, uh, are happy with, and it's been sluggish in its performance. But personally, I haven't found a problem with it, and we've been running it uh, successfully all week on a uh, you know, 1.67 G4 yep. uh, 7-inch powerbook. So uh, no problems there at all. Well, the only problem is I can't get the thing to fix the screen. Well, yeah, From China. if you had a screen, it'd be good. No, we've we've had no reports of problems here in Australia at all with uh, iTunes 7. But, Have you uh, spoken to everyone in Australia? I said we've had no reports. No, you don't. don't say, take in the other words, no one's it. had to go us. No one's. But all the yet. guys at work are happy. Everybody I know who's who's downloading and who is using it is happy. So it would appear to be a US only problem and I would suggest it's probably got a lot to do with Akamai servers and things like that across the uh, US network. Yes, that's probably right. Now, you might also recall that we had a little bit of a discussion last week viewers, we said what would you prefer in your living room and JP decided you were going to have a 24-inch iMac because you thought that was good and I went, look, I'll just go for something like a wireless uh, Mac Mini to connect into my flat screen. Well. Lo and behold, this is pretty unusual and we'll have to talk about the reasoning why Stevie (coughs) Jobs, (coughs) Um, Mr Turtleneck, did actually uh, show that off. But he's to show it off a box to do just that um, which simply was basically going to connect all your wireless media devices around the house um, into, into your flat panel so you might have your Macintosh out the front room or, or it doesn't have to be a Mac it could be something else it's yes. on a wireless connection It's a 802.11g and it could be coming you could be getting your content off your off your Windows box quite easily that's yep, right and work. it's connecting in through there and it had HDMI out as well as um, component out to connect up to the flat screen but very interesting code named ITV obviously there'll be a lawsuit coming out from England <laughs> <laughs> on that one very shortly and they already know they've got themselves into trouble for using names like Copeland and, 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 yeah, and, and... Jaguar and etc et what do you make of that him doing an early announcement because he doesn't announce no I think it's just that it's all about market share it's all about the fact that it's an exciting product it fills the missing link in the, uh, the <laughs> whole home Uh, set up scenario Uh, It's not ready to go but he's basically leaked it on the same basis that uh, for the first time in their history Holden leaked bits and pieces about the VE Commodore before it arrived just to make sure nobody buys anything else in the meanwhile and I really believe that with the date that's slated for it which is early next year so it'll probably be officially released at Macworld San Francisco um, in January um, I really believe that uh, he's just basically saying to everybody don't rush out before Christmas and try and get your uh, in-home entertainment system set up to talk to your computer, uh, wait and we'll be bringing this thing on, online and you'll all love it. New cars, new cars, new cars. Me, I've been wanting to buy a new car and i tell you, I had my, my heart set on buying one of those BMW, not a, not a BMW person viewers, a BMW Zen Z4M Roadster. Yes, And um, I remember that. I wanted one of those, and then they damn well brought out the coupe. Yes, which? is, Well, I really wanted an open-top car, but it's got to be one of the sexiest looking cars around. It's a gorgeous looking coupe. I really like the arse view too, <laughs> if you'll forgive the expression. Yes, well, I mean, they, the three-quarter well, arse view. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> in blue. <laughs> in blue? Wow. But I don't, you know, in little old Adelaide, I don't think it's really the car to have. Boss it's the nice roads, it's a bit it's a bit pretentious, don't you think? You're in Sydney and Melbourne, you'd just be parking it like an HQ. Well, um, that's true, yeah. Is a car like this worth $135,000 on the road? hard I to know, know. but jeez, it's been the last... That you are giving us nothing tonight. But uh, <laughs> the, as, the, as the final derivative of the six-cylinder M3 engine with 252 kilowatts and a six-speed gearbox and, and gone back to the proper um, um, mechanical steering away from that... Uh, and the uh, electronic uh, controlled uh, steering, steering, yeah, which is... Which to is the apparently right? ad, ad, yeah, yeah. It didn't give you much uh, seat-of-the-pants sort of feedback. Uh, look it really would be a sweet car and could this be like you know much like I had the STI a few years ago when the two-door originals were there could this be the little gem that could hold its value what do you think JP or well I... we wait for the V8 since the fuel prices are on the decline <laughs> momentarily No, I think I, I, I honestly believe it's a it's a beautiful looking car and uh, I mean that motor's just so well proven um, it, yeah, I mean if it truly is the last of the line it's got to be a, a good thing to buy and a good thing to hold its value what's been happening overseas uh, last weekend Alan Simonson was uh, back in uh, Mugello for the final round of the European FIA GT3 championship driving with Hector Lester again in the uh, uh, Ferrari 430 <laughs> <laughs> the JMB Ferrari 430 um, Ninth place and uh, another eighth, I think, and which still brought them home first you know, as Ferraris. So you know he's definitely been the best Ferrari out of the 11 or 12 marks that are in the cat- in the series during the year. When you said ninth place, was that ninth in class or ninth outright? Ninth outright. Ah, out- oh, okay. Well, and the so considering the result, yeah, then. but it's unfortunate that they only being a Formula One points score system, as we talked about before, they okay. only get points down to eighth place. So, and uh, I think he's ended up coming out of the the whole uh, championship ninth. Which isn't too bad, considering that many of the rounds he didn't pick up any points because the car was outclassed. Right. This weekend, he's at uh, the final round of Le Mans Series in uh, Harama. So, we'll wait and see how he goes there. Oh, it should be a good weekend. It should be a Um, good weekend. Where's he sitting in that championship, do you know? Uh, In the left-hand seat. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, On the right Well, we're getting plenty out of Johnny tonight, viewers, even if you're not getting anything out of me. I was looking forward to having a bit of a weekend at home this weekend, but not really. And uh, good old Keasy George rang up this afternoon and said, mate, we'd better go up to uh, Ipswich on Monday to do a supercar test. So it really uh, was uh, not much of a brainer for me to think about... uh, I should only go back to Brisbane and, um, and uh, do what ret- you've been doing for the last Return, two, the, <laughs> return the, uh, the the sightseeing favour of the uh, the lovely lady that's come down and had a look at um, Adelaide, and she knows who she is. Mm. And uh, I thought I'd have a little bit of an extra extra day there and have a bit of a butcher's hook around. A but butcher's it, is hook. A, it is a nice place. I In really it like. Switch. It. Not Ipswich? Ipswich is a duck. <laughs> You can't say that. If the Lord Mayor of Ipswich is viewing, switch off now. <laughs> He's listening. He's one of those <laughs> listeners like Mark Bryant. I can tell. Ah. Oh, well, we can tell you. What can we tell you? We can tell you, we can tell you. Was it last week? Was it last week that I went to Melbourne? <clears throat> the week before. No, last week. It was last week because you, when we did, the, when we did last week's show, that was the Tuesday and you were going to Melbourne on the Thursday that's right I was and I went over and you the, did for the Clio uh, most eligible bachelor of the, of the year award knowledgeable or eligible it was <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a uh, uh, a really good good, good do and, and put on there and there were lots of um, smart looking uh, guys with their lays on around there that was the touch of Hawaiian that they said oh they really they had a bit of Hawaiian and uh, so I caught up there with uh, so you with, had handstakes steaks with pineapple on yep and, and a little bit more and uh, caught up there with uh, with Jack Elscoop who was, uh, was doing one of the getting one of the gigs there and uh, walked in there there he was over in the corner with the only other racing car driver Rick Kelly and, uh, <laughs> and uh, so we took a few shots there and Rick's going rah, 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 and Rick was sort of, how was Rick going well Rick was, oh, he was a bit rah, rah, he out of his element. I think, you know, he's sort of feeling well, a bit Well, he wasn't awkward. in car, was he? And I met haven't you got a girlfriend? He goes, no. I went, well, <laughs> I said, well, what's the problem with you? You've won Bathurst twice and you can't get a root. Say so you <laughs> Oh, you <laughs> can't can we say that? that. You can't. But you can't edit either. No, well, we can't edit. We just have to, uh, you know, pretend we got an explicit tag this week. So we, um, yeah, we set up a few. Uh, we've got a few photos done there of, uh, of Rick and Jack with some of the, the thingos that have come out of uh, Big Brother. Girls. Uh, <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I wonder what you're going to say there for and, a second. Uh, yeah. I don't know who they are. Oh, right. Um, well, I don't know because I never watched the show. But there you go. Well, Miss Brisbane did know from the right. photos what was going on, yep. uh, who the people were, oh, and, right. uh, and pointed out that there were someone significant that I have never heard of. Oh, well, that's good. And so what happened with this? Who was the, who was the Bachelor of the Year? Not me. And <laughs> not you. And, I and not Jack. And not Jack. Right. But it was okay. actually well, yeah, it, it of was of such it. a dense affair. Yeah. I mean, and I don't mean like <laughs> limited <laughs> braves. A lot, lot of, of blondes. <laughs> we um, actually went out, uh, with, uh, it was the, the Mount Buller team, we went out to, and had lunch on the, uh, the South Bank sidewalk there and mate, that's, um, that's a bit interesting because I haven't sat oh, out there before. Now the, I know what you're going to say. With, yeah, with go the flames on. going off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the big bloody uh, crown flame, thr- flame throwers, viewers, if you've never been to uh, Melbourne before, make sure that you get down to South Bank, preferably approaching the hour and uh, you'll see the flamethrowers go off and apparently Johnny was sat outside, he didn't know anything about it and he suddenly heard this noise and because they build up to the big whoosh, well, where they go right I, I off just, I knew that there was little bits of flame going right. on I didn't know there was just massive like you know like A-bomb yeah well it's, it's, a, it's a, bit of, a bit of Las Vegas in Melbourne you know like that volcano that goes off in the middle of uh, Vegas and that'll obviously lead us directly on a segue, as you say, on the barbecue tips. Well, probably should too. And mate, I have to tell you, barbecue tips, viewers, I've got a couple of good ones here.
1: They've First got to of all, be better
0: than those dud steaks we had at your place, Oh, yeah, way. viewers, last Tuesday night, surf and turf, my place. It was the Tuesday before, wasn't it? No, it was last Tuesday. Oh, really? Yeah, time flies when you're having fun, Johnny. Um, yep, we got the barbie all set up, everything else, steaks on, nice and slow. You know, da da da. Meat was total rubbish. To a, apologies to Laney, because wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't Laney's fault. Looked deluxe on your new table. Oops, crappy, but there I, you go. I had to yeah, on it the new about table. Ten minutes. Mm. Well, I didn't even finish my own, you know, and that that tells you something. Anyway, but what back do to we, the what, 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 what have we learnt here about the purchasing of steaks? Yeah. Ah, well now, viewers, steaks don't ever go for those gorgeous looking red brand new ones because they are always tough as nails go to a butcher not the supermarket or even if if you are shopping in the supermarket look for the ones late on a saturday afternoon that are marked down that have gone a bit browny and then leave them in the fridge for at least four days before you eat them disregard the use by date or the best before date they will be heaps better than those shiny red brand new ones but just cook puff Go on. Anyway, give us something. What I was going to tell you about was I got a bargain the other weekend. I went down to my local Bunnings store and uh, wandering about there and I was looking for some barbecue tools actually for uh, someone for a present. And I walked into what used to be the barbecue area and it was empty. It was totally deserted. And I said to the girl... Where have all the barbecues gone? Have you stopped selling them? No, 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 we've moved that department over to the front of the store over the side. So I go over there and obviously because they're shunting all the stock around and making it all new ready for uh, summer. They've got a lot of old stuff that they're clearing out. And I've got these fantastic um, Chaslicks. Uh, frame, little metal frame, and six skewers for the bargain price of seven dollars ninety eight. They were marked down from fifteen ninety five or nineteen ninety five. And on the weekend, we had the most deluxe shashlik: prawns wrapped in bacon, little bits of chicken, mushrooms, capsicum, onions, pineapple all crammed on these little sticks you can turn them nicely on the barbie works an absolute treat. So that's barbecue tip number one, rush down to Bunnings and I think they will a brand um, even if you have to pay the $15.95 or $19.95 whatever the guaranteed price is, uh, regular price is, it's still worth a buy uh, because they do make great kebabs. A bit of noise in the background there, uh, viewers, is there's um, a, a group of uh, five, six women that have actually had a little bit of a t- male attention from the waiter cleaning the table, and that was the humour. So, obviously, if you're, if you're free and, uh, and, and you're looking for some um, um, female company, there's uh, a bunch down here that, uh, and one of them is from the RAA. so you'll, uh, yep, that's... Uh, <laughs> Do you think she's insured? be, uh, should be me, up for it. <laughs> up for a chat. She'll be giving you something. She'll be giving you more than J.P. Oh, no, don't be like that. Well, now, you don't. No. Tip number two, viewers. We'll get back to... Now it's quieting down a bit. We'll get back to the barbecue tips. The other thing is, you may recall back... Oh, I don't know how many months ago it was. We were talking about cooking Webers, and if you want to do a bit of smoking. And uh, I was saying that if you if you want a good bit of Australian smoked meat don't go for the hickory chips or the uh, uh, apple tree chips that you get that are in generally imported from the states and you pay about 12 bucks for a scungy little bag get yourself down to your local Bunnings store you can get a 40 cubic litre bag of red gum chips for 8 bucks and you get about two good handfuls put them in a plastic container soak them in beer or your favorite red wine and when the coals are hot and you're just about to put the meat in in your Weber throw these little babies in on top close the lid quick and for the first half hour or so it'll billow smoke but the flavor will be fantastic particularly on roast pork and turkey and chicken so there you go Weber tips and barbecue tips absolutely yeah mate uh what else was coming on i was trying to think of something i can't think of it oh my housemate. he's been coughing he's driving that's why we've had to be out and about because i've got i've got bronchitis brains in the house and he's like he's killing me he's killing me he won't go to the doctor because they don't know anything so um viewers i don't know what to do about it but uh he was uh i he had been exiled but uh, uh, he'd got a stay of execution from Brisbane and um, well I don't know about that Um, might have to uh, revoke the offer I think we'll have to see well he was definitely coughing his poor little heart out when I went round there today Johnny and yeah John's quite right we did actually bail and we are doing this from the pub just because we really needed to escape he really needed to escape. But was also he knew that we we're doing the show and he went and went and bought a Fox movie you know a Foxtel movie and like the like, Brothers Grimm or something like that the yep. little boy that he is had to do that. <laughs> uh, anyway get on with it. So we left him sitting in front of the TV, coughing and uh, watching that while we uh, trolled on down to the Royal here. What else is on looming in the world of motor racing, I suppose? Well, mate, it, so we'll be going... The, the Bathurst thing will be coming up very shortly, and it's also going to be quite a uh, quite a Brock fest, I'd imagine. Uh, there had been some, you know, the talk about. Well, uh, the Daily Telegraph in Sydney had run an article saying they were going to tour the Peter Brock One Thousand, but uh, v Supercars Australia quashed that idea quite quickly, and, and sort of quite rightly so, you know, because Supercheap Auto is, um, is is paying for that uh, that signage there, and yeah, oh. so it's you know there'll be enough tribute going on. Oh, there'll be but, a but, heck, uh, tribute. And, and I saw some of the vision this week from. You know, people are going across Brock's skyline there and yep. putting all the stuff down there. All those, I uh, think it looks fantastic. I, it does, and all those uh, all those little marks on the wall that people have written in little inscriptions will be, like, no doubt trashed by uh, people having a bit of a shunt up there while they're mm. sort of meant to be driving, but having a little bit of a butcher's hook. Or a brain fade Or both. Or both, yeah. Now, on that note, I, know, I uh, hear that uh, Bathurst City Council is uh, currently... Um, sussing out a memorial that they're going to uh, put I don't know at this stage the jury's out I presume it'll be up on the mountain somewhere but uh, nobody knows where or what they're actually planning which I think is wonderful and back here in uh, in Adelaide uh, the premier announced yesterday morning Mike Rand announced on the radio yesterday morning that what has formerly been known as the Adelaide Strait in the Clipsal 500 will now be known as Brock Strait and that's the little short uh, trip down Bartels Road before you hit the curve where everybody smashes up. Well, I actually like that little bit of road, it's got a little bit of a dip there uh, yep. c- coming off uh, East Terrace and yeah it's a favourite bit of, bit of road there. And it's now Brock Strait? Well it's, uh, yes it is, I won't say any more. Nah. Um, no? No. Yeah, the to 500 uh, launch will be coming up shortly, but uh, this year we won't be getting an invite. No, well I did get an invite by email. Oh, I, got a, I, got a... I, I didn't, I'm on the outer. Yeah, <laughs> well you're on the right outer and I'm not on the, quite that far outer, but I just got the pleb invite, go to Tech and give me a ticket and uh, go to the launch. Look, despite us being on the outer, you can be guaranteed viewers it will be a wonderful event and uh, just be fun, 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 and we'll be there next year uh, with the Coopers and having a, having a great time as we will be on the Gold Coast. So make sure you join us up there. Uh, Utes on for days and days and days. And Indy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How far away is Indy? Indy's 19th to the 22nd of October. Two so weeks two weeks after, after Bathurst. After Bathurst, that's right, right. Very little time to get your car fixed and get back up there. It's almost like a turnaround time from um, what was formerly known, what would have been the tightest turnaround time of any event, which was uh, this year from Clips of 500 to AGP the following weekend. Madness, two four-day events in a row. And uh, no problems with that next year because uh, no V8s at the AGP? At this point because it was... Uh, Obviously, logistically, you just can't bring cars back from the no, West exactly. that quick. And Clipsal's on early next year, right at the beginning of the month. But the launch is not on until in November, JP. So, uh, uh, it is. Uh, it's, a bit, it's very tight. So, tick the sales. Hmm. Interesting. Who knows what's going on. Who does indeed. Well, mate, I think that's it from me. You had enough? Mate, I well, that I have not so much. had enough. I don't have anything else to say on the Radio Hot Lab, formerly known as Radio Hot Lab, which is now just a sort of the barbecue and meat lovers and... What did you have for the lunch show? Well, we just haven't had a lot of news this week. Well, it's it's been because a, it's the world of motorsport has been in mourning. And you're as a right. result, we're going to yeah. have a 20-minute mark of respect by yeah. turning it off and having a beer. <laughs> OK. Well, on that, on that note... Oh, geez, oh only... did you know? I, I didn't know last night, because I knew PB was a tea but I didn't know he smoked heavily before he gave up. Is that right? Yeah. I didn't know that either. You yeah, Heard it here, first viewers. That Jake Lee, he, right? he, he's given us nothing. Yeah. When did you When did you find well, that I saw out it on the 7:30 report? Yeah. Yep, 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 yeah. Yep, yep. I saw a bit of footage of him on some show or the other last week, um, cooking a most disgusting-looking breakfast before he went out racing somewhere with uh, when he was living in a flat with someone. But uh A bit scabby was he? Oh yeah, definitely. He had, were, he had the goatee happening and everything back oh, then. He looked like the uh, the original hippie oh, back then. Oh yeah, look at some of the early shots of John Bow. Well, the yeah, post- this is true. But there was there was one funny thing where they were interviewing Tim Pemberton, who was um, always doing the marketing sort of stuff around around Pepe. And Phoebe had come in with what was to be known as, the, you know, the little device that went in the uh, in the front of the uh, the VL Commodore. the, 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 the no mention that. Right. And he said, what's, he said, he said, what's, what's this? What's this? And he goes, well, it's like it's a, it's it's the device. And he goes, it's not the Pemingtons' gun. It's not the device. It's the energy polarizer, and Broggy's gone, yep, yep, that's, that's it, it that's what it is, that's what that's we'll that's call it <laughs> <laughs> it's a little box of magnets and washers and the next minute was, hello Ford Sierra <laughs> yeah. um, oh dear, let's move on to BMW but it's so funny how many people have crossed the floor yeah I mean, who else has crossed the floor? Craig Lowndes, yeah uh um, who was probably uh, Brocky's biggest protege, really and truly, when he was the Alden Who has pledged this week to give as much back as he can after having received so much from the master himself? Yeah. So that's great. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah. tough time. I think a lot of a lot of people in might they thought internalised the issues associated with this, and I. I think I found I. I, I haven't really. I haven't really quite dealt with it all myself, I'm not quite sure how... Maybe no, I don't. And I've, been, I've been keeping away from it all. Yeah, I sort of have a bit too. And I think the biggest, the, the, the most interesting part of it, if you can call it interesting at all, is the next event that you go to, you're used to just bumping into PB somewhere. He always just seems to pop up out of nowhere, uh, even if he's not you know, supposed to be at an event. He'll just suddenly he'll be there, and he'll oh, be there, you know, and suddenly that's just not going to happen anymore. But you never know because you see, like Scapy said, it's, the hardest thing is going to be to find that he's not going to be walking into our garage again. But he does perform miracles, so you just <laughs> never know, do you? you never, and never speaking know. speaking of doing miracles, oh. International Paulie, Haven't heard from him for a while. I mean, like in the same way, since he's got married. But yeah. uh, I wonder what's going over there. Are you there, Mr. Ryan? Are you there? <laughs> what's going on over in Thetford at Multimatic? Have you got anything interesting on the four-poster read? Give us a ring-in next week and tell us as the many exciting adventures. Yeah, it's about time we had a chat with Paulie again. International, yeah. yeah. We still love you. Yeah, we do. He's found we a know, couple of new ones. It would be ways. nice to talk to you again, too. Yeah. He's, his dad's got some, he's got some tricks for normalising audio to, to stop peaks and troughs. Uh, troughs. Uh, like we normally do, aren't you? <laughs> no, oh, he come up some... Uh, Can you get rid of that... <laughs> when we've got too much gain wound up? What, when, you, when you put the starter motor on, it's already going. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> when we haven't had Graham Garden round. <laughs> Night, viewers. They don't think that'll do. See you, viewers.